All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the greatest podcast in the history of goddamn mankind. I'm your host, Humble Daddy Smith, and this is episode 84. Hell yeah, rocking this shit out. How's everybody doing tonight? Have you had a good week? I guess it's fucking Monday, so if you guys had a fucking good weekend. Alright, got cats everywhere already, jumping all the fuck around me, so that's always fun. We'll see what shit they fuck up tonight. So, got a good show for you guys tonight. Have so much stuff to cover, don't know how much I'm going to be able to get through in two hours, but we're going to try. Going to talk about some Ricky Gervais. He's apparently getting a lot of love from the conservatives. Now, not only the conservatives, there are some liberals out there that enjoyed his monologue at the Golden Globes, but it seems especially to be conservatives who enjoyed that shit. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to look at some Blair White and her latest hypocrisy, and we're going to check out the World War III news. That's always fun. But first off, as always, going to talk about my Patreon. If you guys want to support the show, what's up, Todd? You want to come and say hello to him? Nope. You want to run away? Okay, that's cool. How about you, Miss Diva? You want to say hello? Come here, Miss Diva. Come here and say hello to everybody. Yeah, here's Miss Diva. She the mama cat everybody. She says hello to everybody. As always, most of the money I get from the show goes to him Society of Mississippi Amosexuary, where we rescue cute little dogs and cats. Ah! Okay. All right. I respect that. That was my bad. How about you, CC? You want to come be a star at quit? Want to be a star at quit? Here's Miss CC. She's the one that thinks she's everybody's mama cat. She's like, I don't want to be a star, Daddy. I don't want to be your star. Let me go immediately. Well, I love you. All right. All right. All right. I respect that. That's cool. Nobody wants to be a star. That's fine. I get that impulse. Anyway, do you want to support the show? A dollar or two a month. Whatever you can afford helps. Make sure I can keep doing this show. I don't have to go work at Walmart because that would suck because, you know, it's the greatest show ever. Why the fuck would you not want to support the show? So really, anything you can do. Patreon.com for slash podcast. If we get up to $1,500 a month, I'm thinking about doing another show because I have so much material to cover. If you'd like to see a third show uh, in the week, maybe on a Wednesday or something, consider supporting me on Patreon. And always, Super Chats, lifeblood of the show, Super Chats. You guys know how this works. A little dollar sign down there at the bottom. Click it. You can uh, donate a dollar or two, 20, 100, whatever. The more you donate, the more I, seriously I take your question. And I'll read all the questions and the super chats. And uh, you can be a moral live forever in the super chats. People will be watching this 100 years from now. And they'll see your question and be like, ha ha, that dude's still alive in my memory. Thank you, super chats. And we got one for Ann Aspect. She's always the first one to support the show. Love me, man Aspect. She says, hey, Dusty, you're not getting rusty. I know, but why am I playing those video games? Here's a few bucks for the critters. Keep speaking out. Look forward to the show tonight. Well, I look forward to doing the show. Been looking forward to it all day. Have a lot of shit I want to talk about. So that's fucking cool. See what you guys are saying in the chat real quick. Be sure to load up your super chats. Super chats. Got a lot of trolls in there. People already fucking mad. Haven't even heard a word I'm going to say yet. Yet there's like 20 likes and 20 dislikes all fucking ready. So that's par for the course. The chuds always got to come in and be like, no. I can't believe you're going to talk bad about Ricky Gervais. I don't even know what the fuck you're going to say, but downvote, downvote. But like the downvotes help me just as much as the upvotes. That's what trolls don't understand. Uh, YouTube only cares about engagement, so it doesn't matter if you downvote me or upvote me. So, <laughs> thanks, suckers. Let's see what you guys say. Dusty, Bernie's in Iowa, New Hampshire. Awesome. Hopefully he pulls this shit out. He's our only hope. Ricky is a funny guy. He literally defended Greta Thunberg. And criticized the out-of-touch millionaire actors, and somehow he appeared to conservative. He didn't defend Greta Thunberg. What are you talking about? 
He said that he basically insinuated that she was too uneducated to listen to. And he used her to make fun of celebrities. Good Lord, you guys are not very honest, to be honest with you. Like, what the fuck? Ricky Gervais was sniffing his own farts harder than anyone in that room. I know, he's like, I can say whatever I want to, okay? I have free speech. Fuck this PC culture trying to shut me up. And then he's also like, oh, you motherfuckers should shut up. I can talk. I can say whatever I want to. I can be as political as I want to be in public constantly. But you fucking pampered celebrities, unlike me, who's like a $150 million heir, pampered as fuck. But no, I can do it. Hypocrisy at its greatest. So let's see. Hit them with a thumbs up. Yeah, make sure you thumbs up the video. Make sure you like and share. Make sure you hit that bell. Ring my bell. Ring my bell. You know you want to do it. Hit one of them thumbs up. Yeah, you can expect people on the right to be honest. Nope, definitely can't expect the people on the right to be honest or consistent. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this shit. Now, you guys know for goddamn well. Shit, I'm on the wrong tab. Got an itching head. Uh, you guys know goddamn well that conservatives don't give a fuck about award show. Like, most people give a fuck about a war show, but especially fucking conservatives. Never giving a shit about a war show, but suddenly, they're fucking over the moon with this go blows bullshit, right? Suddenly, they really fucking care, or they're pretending like they care. And it's really strange, because, like, I watched the Ricky Gervais opening monologue. It was, like, eight minutes. And it was, like, exactly the same as every opening monologue, I can speak, every opening monologue from every award ceremony they've had in the last 20 years. Exactly the same. It was some comedian coming out there and roasting the celebrities. And, like, if I were to guess, hey, if Ricky Gervais was going to lay off the transphobic humor and just do a very safe monologue at the Golden Globe Awards, what would he talk about? And I would say, well, he'd probably do some Leonardo DiCaprio jokes about the young women Leo dates and, you know, he might uh, roll celebrities a little bit. He might make fun of uh, somebody for being short, like he did to, uh, what is that guy that did The Irishman, the director, um, whatever the fucking name, name is. It was just like safe. It's exactly what they always do. You look at Billy Crystal stuff. When Billy Crystal hosted the Oscars back in the 90s, he came out and he roasted comedians exactly the same way. You look at fucking Kevin Hart. There's like a 40-minute video out there of Kevin Hart just roasting the shit out of celebrities during the Oscars. So it's exactly the same thing they've always done. Absolutely no difference, except for the end where he tells everybody to shut the fuck up. It was as safe as it could possibly be, and lukewarm, in my opinion. No, no big whoop. And it's exactly what you would expect. I mean, ABC is owned by Disney. Now, obviously, ABC is not going to give the go-ahead for a host on their channel if they thought the host in any way was going to do anything to rock the boat. And Ricky Gervais did. Ricky Gervais, as I like to call him. He didn't rock the fucking boat or anything. He just did the very basic thing. But oh my God. Conservatives are like, oh, it's the greatest thing in history. Fucking liberals owned. He owned liberals. He fucking 360 no scope liberals. They're dead. Their brains exploded after this fucking amazing earth changing, earth shattering monologue. And I'm like, really? Like it was just as boring. I mean, it was okay. Like some of it was funny. Some of it was not funny. Just like every other 10 minutes stand-up bit that you would watch, you know, had its good moments, had its bad moments, but it was literally nothing special. So the reaction from conservatives is actually what's funny here. You know, if you were to say to me, Dusty, 
It's just jokes, man. Ricky Gervais was just telling jokes. It's not anything you should take seriously. You know, just laugh or don't laugh and just move on with your life. I'd be like, yeah, that's exactly what I think, too. It's just jokes. It's no big deal. Like, even when he's telling people to shut the fuck up, like, I could kind of criticize him for that a little bit. And I will. I'll criticize him for that a little bit. But at the same time, if you were just going to tell me it's just jokes, nothing serious, move on with your life, I'd be like, sure, no problem. But that's not what happens here, you know. Conservatives are actually taking this way more seriously than just jokes, bro. They're the ones saying that, oh my God, this is way more than just jokes. This is earth shattered. He's destroying motherfuckers. He's speaking truth to power. This is going to change the world. You know, it's just ridiculous. So when you guys take it more seriously than just jokes, then it's up to us to analyze this and say, okay, well, why do you think this is more important than just jokes? Why are you taking this too seriously? And of course, you know what they're going to fucking do. They're going to be, they're the ones that are like, this is more than just jokes. But then when you say, okay, well, if it's more than just jokes, let's analyze it. Then they come back and they're like, it's just jokes, Dusty. Why are you so triggered? I'm like, what the fuck? You're the one claiming it's not just jokes. You're the one claiming it's more than that. Because I analyze it, that means I'm somehow triggered by it? No. I don't give a shit. If you say it's just jokes, I'll move off my life. But you're not doing that. So anyway. Let's take a look at the conservative response to this. And like I said before, it's not just conservatives that like this. There were a lot of liberals out there, a lot of lefties who really fucking like this shit. But it seemed especially to be liked by conservatives. I mean, it hit the conservative blogosphere, uh, the, the, the conservative internet's uh, memosphere really fucking hard. And we'll, we'll take a look at that. First off, uh, let's just watch it. Let's watch the last minute of his clip. The thing that they think is so fucking amazing and earth-shattering and he destroyed the entire earth with it. Oh my God, liberals are never going to be able to recover from this. Look at my janky-ass fucking headphones that are all taped together. God damn it, I got to buy me some new ones. My po-ass. All right, let's take a look at the last earth-shattering minute of this Ricky Gervais monologue. Hysterically laughing at everything he says. But you listen to the uh, conservative blogosphere like, Oh my God, the liberals were so hurt. Look at all these, look at these faces. I mean, these are exactly the faces that they made when Kevin Hart was doing his roasting. You know, they just make funny faces at the jokes. But, oh my God, they're so upset by it. It's just hilarious how stupid this whole thing is. This is uh, Benny Boy. Benny is a conservative radio host, I believe. No, he's the chief at Talking Point, uh, Turning Points USA, which is that uh, Charlie Kirk-led Republican bullshit. Um, so they're all following themselves. One example, this is the most savage one-minute speech you'll ever hear in your entire life. Is it? It's not the most savage speech I've ever heard. It was just basic bitch stuff. I mean, literally, this is nothing fucking new, right? Literally, this is nothing that hasn't been done a million times before. I mean, first off, his whole Apple bit is basically just this cartoon. Apple AirPods cost a hundred. All right, chill out. Apple AirPods cost one hundred fifty nine dollars, but they can can't pay taxes or decent wages to their Chinese factory workers. Post. You sat on an iPhone. Ha <laughs> gotcha. Cars should have seatbelts, yet you bought one, hypocrite. Much own. We should improve society somewhat, yet you participate in society. Curious. I am very intelligent. That's all Ricky Gervais is doing here. I mean, obviously, there are limited places for actors to work and get, like, mainstream work today. And these streaming services are some of the best places to work. Just because you work for a streaming service don't mean you shouldn't also use your very, very large platform to try to make positive social change. It's just stupid. It, and telling celebrities to shut up, that's nothing new. Everybody's like, oh my God, so brave. 
so stunningly brave. I can't believe for the first time somebody has told celebrities to shut up. But literally, that is what they fucking always done since there were celebrities. Since the beginning of fucking time when there were celebrities, there are people telling celebrities to shut up. Remember the Dixie Chicks? Shut up and sing! It's exactly the same fucking shit. Colin Kirpatnik, or however you pronounce his name, shut up and play! Like, when I was a little kid, I remember as a little kid, my grandfather, screaming at the TV, because Barbara Streisand was giving acceptance speeches, and she was trying to uh, shout out for gay rights. And he was like, shut up, celebrities! Nobody wants to hear your politics! And back in the day, it was like when Gene Roddenberry from Star Trek had an interracial kiss. Oh my god, don't put politics in your goddamn shows! Just entertain us! I mean, it's literally been done for fucking ever. It's the most boomer shit ever. Telling celebrities to shut the fuck up is as boomer as it fucking possibly can get. So it's no wonder conservatives are so in love with it. You know, it's kind of hilarious. And like this says, this is the most savage one minute in history. It is delivered directly to the faces of the hypocrite Hollywood celebrities and brutally, honestly targets. Like, Ricky Gervais is not a hypocrite. He's worth $150 million. Holy shit. One of the most pampered, egotistical, uh, self-absorbed celebrities there are is up there telling people to shut the fuck up when he constantly, constantly talks about politics in public. Constantly makes his opinion known. So it's just, it's you know, it, it's hypocritical. He's the one that's being hypocritical, to be honest with you. Uh, so it's no wonder fucking conservatives love this shit. Let's take a look at all these fucking conservatives who are over the goddamn moon with Ricky Gervais right now. Suddenly they really care about what a celebrity has to say. And uh, this is like uh, what... Quantum Tweet says, if I were Ricky Gervais, Gervais, and I was taking a little look at Twitter today and seeing who the most gushing comments were coming from, it would give me pause for thought. It would really make me have a good old think through about some things. And yep, here's Candace Owens. Finally, a celebrity with the balls to glue Hollywood in on the painstakingly obvious truth that we do not care what they think. I mean, you're literally saying you care what a celebrity thinks. How is this not hypocritical? When it was Kanye, you care what Kanye thinks. It seems like you do care as long as the celebrity agrees with what you think, right? As long as they agree with what you already believe, you care a lot. You fucking hypocrites. And here's Paul Joseph Watson. Gervais slams virtue signalers at the Golden Globes. You know nothing about the real world and most of you have spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. He has to take a shot at Greta Thunberg, of course, which the celebrities also love. Because, you know, fuck her for trying to fight, save the planet for global warming. So if you win, don't use this platform to give us political speech. Just get your little word, thank your agent, and fuck off. And his quote might not be absolutely exact, but that was the gist of it. Oh, my God. 36,000 likes. Holy shit. Sorry, I just love this shit. Here's Ben Shapiro. The hilarity of Gervais taking a massive dump all over these self-aggrandizing Hollywood know-nothings while they try to ignore him and weepily virtue signal to each other. They were literally clapping, laughing their asses off at what he was saying. What the fuck? Just, they're so desperate to have some kind of win that they'll just pull one out of thin air and pretend and just tell you that they got to win. And so they can all suck each other's dick over. It's just the best thing ever. Oh, my God. They're so happy about it. And here's uh, Donald Trump Jr. Oh, my God. Fire, fire, fire. If you watch one thing today, watch this. It's about time. Someone in Hollywood says it. Retweet. Yeah, no, it's about time. Somebody told these celebrities to shut up because it's never been fucking done before. You guys remember the Dixie Chicks, right? The Dixie Chicks during the Iraq War were in another country, I guess, and they were on stage and they said something negative. It was even mildly negative about George W. Bush. And the country fans went fucking insane. 
the radio stations literally took Dixie Chicks CDs and put them in the parking lot and ran over them with tractors and shit, with bulldozers, with steamrollers. They burned them in fucking barrels and shit. And this was all back in the, what is it, early 2000s, 90s, where the fuck that was. It's been literally been done forever. It's just so silly to pretend like this is something new. And then Lauren Chen, of course, Lauren Chen's all over. Right-wing Chen, Lauren Chen. Ricky Gervais roasting an entire ballroom full of similarities without giving a single fuck is the energy I hope to bring with me through all of 2020. It's just so silly pretending like Ricky Gervais doesn't give a fuck. This guy gives a fuck more than anybody else I've ever seen. Like, he is so self-absorbed. If you ever read his Twitter, it's clear he cares so fucking much. But it's like, when you care a lot, a lot of times people just pretend like they don't care. No, I don't care about that. I don't care. I'm constantly tweeting all day long about it. You care. It's just so silly. But it's another example of these chairs. Of course, Prager, you jumping on it. Prager, you all fucking happy about it. Dear celebrities, no one cares what you think. This is a, a post on that Benny Boys thing. But of course, when it's Kanye or, you know, Ricky Gervais, they care. They really care. Suddenly, they're posting that shit everywhere. And of course, Piers Morgan. Shut-ass Piers Morgan is all over it. Ricky's finest eight minutes. Congrats, Ricky Gervais. Yes, congrats that Piers Morgan is shouting you out, Ricky. Awesome for you. You should be really happy and excited by all this good pressure getting from these conservatives. And almost every conservative Reddit forum was all over. Here's uh, Jordan Peterson's forum. It was on the front page of Jordan Peterson's forum. Here's... uh, Libertarian, our Libertarian, front page of our Libertarian, he made it. Here's uh, our conservative, biggest conservative platform on Reddit. Quiet in there. He made the front page of that, made the front page of, I think this is the Donald. Yep, front page of the Donald, 6.8K likes. It's one of the main conservative forums on the internet. Made the front page of the Donald again. Yep, here he is making it again. Made the front page of the Donald a fucking gin. Yep. Chuds love this shit, man. Greatest thing ever. And Latinos for Trump. I love how they frame this, dude. Holy smokes, I was not expecting Ricky Gervais to take a buzzsaw to Hollywood at the Golden Globes. Just the reactions from all the far-left celebrities is priceless. It was literally the same exact reactions they give to everything. They laughed at some jokes. They didn't laugh at some jokes that weren't funny. Uh, they, oh my God, mm, you know, just like you do when you roast. Mm. Exactly the same way they looked when Kevin Hart was doing it. It's just silly. But fun to point out. And Swamp Drainer, oh my God, Swamp Drainer, text Trump. Ricky Gervais being brutally honest with Hollywood. Yeah, it's so brutally honest, right? No one cares about your views. Just mine. Just mine, because I'm Ricky Gervais. And of course, even Ricky Gervais would probably admit that his whole thing was just milk toast. It was safe because he got more kind comments on it than he ever has. He even said so. Thanks for all your amazing comments about my Go Globes monologue. Yeah, conservatives. Thank you for making me your new conservative hero. I'm psyched about that. Best reaction ever, and that means a lot to me. Yeah, that's because it was just safe milk toast bullshit. I don't really understand. I mean, I guess I do understand. I understand why conservatives are playing this card, acting like they have this huge win. They just want to latch on to any celebrity who even remotely seems to agree with their positions. And I actually agree with uh, Beverly Hills Man Bun here. 
Ricky Gervais telling it like it is to a bunch of Hollywood celebs, mocking them for being out of touch and divorced from the real issues. Like he hasn't been crying on Twitter 24-7 about trans people and SJWs. That'll show those aloof corporate Hollywood dipshits they have no idea what the common man is going through. Now back to sitting on my money throne and complaining about how young progressives don't like my comedy anymore. Oh man, with a very clear sense of perspective on what it is and isn't a serious problem. Yep. Three was lost there. He's dead off. Gotta give him some props. He deserves it. And, uh, Alright, so not my microphone. And I agree with Nick too. Don't get political, Hollywood hypocrites, say the jackasses who elected a reality show host president. Supposedly in part because he wasn't a politician. I don't like people having opinions I disagree with. Just say it's exactly what it is. If people should shut up, why, why shouldn't Trump shut up? He's literally nothing but a celebrity. It's just ridiculous. And uh, I also agree with uh, David Lowe. He used his platform to take a political snipe at Greta Thunberg, then told everyone to shut up about it. Politics! Exactly what it is. He made a political statement, and then told everybody else, I shut up! Don't make political statements, nobody gives a fuck! But that's not true. I'll read you in a minute why that's not true. This wasn't a call for no politics, it was Gervas deciding what politics needed to be aired. That's exactly what it was, right? We know that's true, and... Sloth Mom is dead on. In the original definition of politically correctness... Gervais is the most painfully political correct person on the planet. No politics. Don't question the status quo. Don't rock the boat. That's exactly what it is. It's Ricky Gervais Gervais not wanting the status quo to change. Ricky Gervais is a hundred millionaire. He is a rich old white man, and he rather likes it that way. I don't think he wants things to change very much. That's why he wants the people who actually have a large platform and really can make a difference because people listen to him to shut the fuck up. You motherfucker, shut the fuck up. If you keep talking, maybe I'll get taxed more. Maybe somebody will actually take a dollar deal out of my pocket. Fucking Ricky Gervais. I just want to tell any celebrities out there who might be watching this show. I don't know who anybody is. But if you are out there, please do not listen to Ricky Gervais. All right, please. You have giant platforms. You do. And despite what anybody wants to tell you guys, obviously you're listening to when you have a giant platform, people listen to you, they respect your opinion, and you absolutely should use your giant platforms to try to make positive social change. When you're giving an opportunity to speak to the world, take advantage of it. You know? And Ricky Gervais at the end says that, just thank God or your agents and shut the fuck up. But honestly, nobody ever changed the world for the better by thanking God or their agents. I can't believe fucking Ricky Gervais, the atheist, telling people to thank God. Just stupid. Instead of actually saying something positive to change the world. But, you know, that's what it all boils down to, right? Maintain the status quo. And really, that's why conservatives like this so much. That's what conservatism is all about. Not progressing society, maintaining the status quo, and telling celebrities who actually do have the power to change society for the better to shut the fuck up. You know, they love that shit. It keeps... Anything that keeps society from evolving in any way is what they want to do, right? And here's a a great example of this. Mark Dice taking a shot at Michelle Williams. During her acceptance speech at the Golden Globes tonight, actress Michelle Williams, who is visibly pregnant, said she wouldn't have won if she hadn't aborted her other baby years ago when her career was just getting started. Welcome to Hollywood 2020. Yeah, it's great. Republicans are literally trying to pass bills right now to take a woman's choice away from her, to make sure women have to be incubators for babies they don't want. And yes, celebrities who have giant platforms should be speaking out for this. This is a civil rights issue. 
This is exactly what the fuck they should be doing, right? This is how we change society. People do listen to them. And uh, luckily, luckily, regardless of what Ricky Gervais said, the celebrities didn't listen. They used their platform to try to make social change. And these are the things, I'm going to go back and play for you, some of the more political comments that these people came out and said after Ricky Gervais told them to shut the fuck up. And basically, keep in mind, these really important things these people are saying that are trying to make positive social changes, this is what Ricky Gervais wants them not to fucking say. Why? Why? This shit's important. Listen to it. Are these people really hypocrites for saying this? Let's listen. The, um, the hero of this next movie is a naive, misguided child who spreads Nazi propaganda and only has imaginary friends. His name is Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Shut up! Don't you fucking point out that goddamn Mark Zuckerberg is helping Nazi propaganda to spread? Nobody wants to hear that, hypocrite! Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, this is an old intro for the social networks. Uh, Craig, uh, your script posed the question, what is the cost of lies? And that question becomes more relevant with each passing day's news cycle. And finally, I'd like to... Isn't that important? Isn't it important to call out the fact that we're on the brink of fucking war, another goddamn war? Isn't that right? You agree with me, don't you, sweetheart? Yeah. Why is that something you should shut up about? When you're giving a platform to speak to the fucking world, why not use it for something important instead of thanking God and your agents? I mean, obviously I know why they don't want them to say that, because they don't want them to call it out. Because they know these people actually have the ability to get in tomorrow's news cycles. All this stuff will be talked about. All this stuff will be retweeted, what they said on Twitter. You know, it'll bring attention to this stuff. And conservatives don't want that. So that's why they're supporting Ricky so much. To dedicate this to my grandfather. Alfred Hubert Mendez, who inspired this film. He signed up for the First World War. He was age 17. And I hope he's looking down on us. And I hope, I fervently hope, it never ever happens again. Thank you very much indeed. First, I'd like to thank the Hollywood Foreign Press um, for recognizing and acknowledging the link between animal agriculture and climate change. It's a very bold move, making tonight plant-based, and um, it really sends a powerful message. Well, yeah, so I, I would it, like to thank is, my is God. Is that important to say? What's wrong with that? Why is he a hypocrite for pointing out global warming, right? He even went on to chastise the other celebrities for taking private jets around. But, like, Australia is literally on fire right now. Hundreds of millions of animals are being killed, have already been killed. Because of climate change. Why shouldn't these people who have giant fucking platforms to speak to the world not use it to make positive social change? Why should they shut up? It's just so stupid. They're doing exactly what they should do, right? Ricky Gervais is the one who should shut the fuck up. God, uh, Allahu Akbar. Thank you, God. This is, this is thanks to God and Hulu and... Russell Crowe could not be here with us tonight because he is at home in Australia protecting his family from the devastating bushfires. He sent along this message in case he won. Make no mistake, the tragedy unfolding in Australia is climate change based. We need to act based on science 
move our global workforce to renewable energy and respect our planet for the unique and amazing place it is. That way, we all have a future. Thank Shut the fuck up! Why are you talking about this? Just thank God and your agent and don't say shit like this to make the world a better place. God damn it, conservatives are the fucking worst. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to do a special call out to the volunteer firefighters who have been at the, the center of battling the climate disaster that is facing Australia. And of course, when one country faces a climate disaster, we all face a climate disaster, so we're in it together. So thank you very much. You fucking hypocrite, shut up! I'm grateful for the acknowledgement of the choices I've made, and I'm also grateful to have lived at a moment in our society where choice exists, because as women and as girls, things can happen to our bodies that are not our choice. I've tried my very best to live a life of my own making, and not just a series of events that happened to me, but one that I could stand back and look at and recognize my handwriting all over, sometimes messy and scrawling, sometimes careful and precise, but one that I had carved with my own hand. And I wouldn't have been able to do this without employing a woman's right to choose. But I, and I'm so grateful Oh my God, to don't tell us about your fucking experience. Don't try to push for women to have autonomy over their own bodies. Just keep your mouth shut, celebrities. And celebrate this, but also I know tonight, January 5th, 2020, we're not going to look back on this night. In the history books, we will see a country on the brink of war, the United States of America, a president tweeting out a threat of 52 bombs, including cultural sites. Young people risking their lives, traveling across the world, people not knowing if bombs are going to drop on their kids' heads. And the continent of Australia on fire. So, so while I love my kids... So there's a lot more of this, but it's obvious my conservatives don't want these people speaking out, right? Because these people are actually saying important things and bringing attention to these important issues, and conservatives don't like that. You're pointing out our shit. You're pointing out how actually evil our side is. Shh. shh tell them, Ricky. Get on them, Ricky. But yeah, it's just trash. Ricky Gervais. I'm not, I'm not even saying this to somebody who doesn't like Ricky Gervais. People's like, Dustin, you just hate Ricky Gervais? No, I don't. I like Ricky Gervais for the most part. Like, I've been a big fan of his work. I've seen a lot of what he's done, right? I liked uh, The Invention of Lying. I thought that was great. I thought the one where he played the mentally, uh, mentally handicapped dude on Netflix. I thought that was pretty sad and cute. And the Afterlife show he did, I thought was pretty good. And I've seen some of the stand-up was pretty good. And my favorite fucking sitcom of all time is The Office. You know, the American version, because that's the one that was made for me. I'm the demographic of that. But the, the, the English version is fine, too. But I'm not a hater of Ricky Gervais's work. It's just, you know, when all these conservatives are suddenly turning you into a hero, maybe it's time for some introspection. Maybe it's something that you're doing and you should look into it, right? But uh, gotta love fucking Chris Ragon. Fucking shut-ass Chris Ragon posted this. He basically went out and he found an article that was written before the Hollywood Glo Golden Globes took place. And then he posted after the show took place to make his audience think this, uh, this article was about Ricky Gervais's monologue when it wasn't. It was about earlier jokes he told. And the article even goes on, if you read it, to say, hey, well, maybe when he does the Golden Globes Awards, maybe he won't punch down. 
hopefully we'll see what happens. But of course, dishonest people like Chris Rega, I've got to post this, so it's red meat for his audience. Imagine thinking that Ricky Gervais poking fun at Hollywood elites, corporate monopolies, and literal millionaires is punching down. Or he posts this article that wasn't about the monologue at all. It was written before that. So just dishonest, and of course his audience took the bait. They didn't bother to read the fucking article in any way whatsoever. And they're like jumping over. Yeah! Fucking hypocrites and vogs! I heard that uh, Beverly Hills man Von Bosch is going to interview Chris Rago. And it seems like his uh, whole shtick now is he wants to try to recuperate the image of shitlords and bring them into this new left. Which I guess will make you all incredibly popular. But no thanks to all that fucking shit. I'm going to give uh, softball interviews to... The same exact shitlords who destroyed the skeptic community and bring them into the new left. And all you're gonna do is bring the same exact assholes who destroyed the skeptic community, who turned the anti-SAW community into the fucking monstrous racist hellhole it is, and then bring them to the left so all of us good people can fucking flee the left and it can implode too. Good luck with all that. Luckily, no one's forcing me to be a part of it in any way, so that's good. So. Anyway, I guess that's all I'm going to say about the Ricky Gervais thing right now. I talked about that enough. Let's see what you guys have to fucking say about it. Am I right? Am I wrong? Am I an idiot? Is Ricky Gervais the greatest man in history of mankind? Let me know. I'm going to read the super chats first. Django fed $5. Right wing NPCs are triggered up and down over the Golden Globes. They think it's Gettysburg or some shit. Fucking dumbasses. I know, right? It was literally, literally the most tame shit I've seen. Like, And I did. I went back and watched Kevin Hart's. Oscar performance, and he rose to this little bit. He's way worse. And I didn't hear anybody like cheer for shit like that. So it's just obvious like Ricky Gervais, he, he's kind of uh, garnered a more right-wing fan base recently because of his anti-trans sentiment he's been putting out on Twitter. And so a lot of people have been supporting him lately because of that. So I don't know. You might want to rethink it all. Um, Ragnarok, $2. Hey, yo, Dusty, how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty cool. Thanks for asking, man. We didn't really do much. I can't think of anything exciting that happened. My sister came over and hung out a little bit. Hadn't seen her in a while, but that was about it. Thank you for asking. Appreciate that. Judge Johansson, Jervas saying something political about culture. No one cares about your views on politics or culture. I know the hypocrisy of it is palatable, but like they don't see it. Can't really call it the hypocrisy because they have, they have a different set of standards for their side, don't they? Judge Johansson, Gervais says something political. Oh, he sent me that twice. All right. So twice. You sent, so nice you sent it twice. Thank you for that. Heather Janice, all right. I love your show. Thanks for doing what you do. Hey, no problem. I'll continue to do this as long as you guys support me. Thank you for supporting me. Leah Pearson, $10 New Zealand. Buy the cats some treats for me. I will. I will buy them some kitty litter. They really love that. As soon as you change out the kitty litter, they're like, hell yeah. I'm going to shit this immediately. And they go to town in it. So, uh, Droptimus 4K Gaming. Marry me. All right. Let's do this. I need the tax breaks. Fox in a top hat, VA $10. Gotta say, I really love your willingness to speak out on these topics. Love your channel since before the God's Not Dead review were popular. What's your opinion on modern anti-left rhetoric? Um, I mean, it's the same as it's always been. A lot of it was caused directly by the anti-SJW movement. The same exact people who claim they were liberals all along, they created this atmosphere, this toxic anti-left atmosphere. And the fact that they don't have to answer for any of it. They don't have to use the same platforms that they use to create this monster, to try to fix this monster. And yet people will just, you know, forgive and forget. 
and 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 usher them into the left, into the new left. It's just kind of disgusting to me. So I don't know, fuck all that, right? Hey, Cal, brother. Thanks for the shout out last week. Keep up the good work pushing the leftist agenda. Trans rights, trans rights. Ain't no problem. You said something funny. Keep saying funny shit, and I'll keep shouting about. Fearless A. Strad Hopperson, two dollars. So happy Chernobyl won. What's the cost of lies? I know, right? Uh, I watched part of Chernobyl. That show should be called, hey, what happened to your face? Because people's face keep melting off on that show. Horrible, awesome gaming, $5. What do you think our allies distance themselves from Trump? Um, I completely understand why our allies would distance themselves from Trump. I want to distance myself from Trump. Uh, everybody who has a brain in their head should be doing that. And the fact that more people aren't is the bad part. Nibirig, $5. Battleground of ideas. Ray Dubin, oh wait, celebrity. I'm offended. I know, right? As long as the celebrity agrees, or they're not offended. But the moment a celebrity says something otherwise, oh my god, it's so horrible. A few weeks ago, when you showed atheists are the new N-words, at first I thought you'd talk about black Christians or Uncle Toms, and a few days after that, I found it in my recommendations. Yeah, I could talk about that. Uh, I've already talked about it before on the show, though, about how if I had to do that over, I'd probably do it over again. Like, the basis of what I said was, was mainly true, but I don't know if I would use the same exact language. Um, and it was brought out to me by other people that... A lot of black people were kind of forced to be involved in the church because it was their only outlet to uh, enact social change. Um, so I totally understand that, and I hate to shit on them too much when that's really their only outlet for a lot of this stuff. So anyway, Ray Dubin, $5. I love how these edgelords keep telling to not care about celebrities' video, but yet can't shut up when a celeb has what I know, right? Posting Ricky Gervais everywhere, but at the same time, celebrities should shut up, nobody cares. It's just no double standard. That's the double double thing, cognitive dissonance. That's what it's all about with conservatives, right? Anyway, more Super Chats, please. Please support the show if you can. Really need it. Let's see if you guys have anything interesting to say in here in the chat. Let me pick that real quick. Um, Colton Dusty, did you see the Jose video on Temple? I did see that. I'm gonna. I think I have that in my uh, in my links to talk about it a little bit. Let's see if I can get to that later. Hopefully, I remember to bookmark that. Uh, my family has five dogs on their own, most of which came from shelters. Awesome. Thank you for your service. That really means a lot. Got to take care of these little critters. Colton Dusty, had they added a couple zeros to Gervais' check, he would have given a speech hating on the right. Yeah, you know it's true. You know all these people are just saying whatever they think. We're making more money. Like even uh, what is Bill Burr? When Bill Burr was on, uh, Bill Maher was like, "Cancel culture doesn't exist." You know, sure, a few idiots will shit on you regardless of what you say, but you just tell them to shut the fuck up and you move on your life. And then four months later, he's on Netflix saying, "Oh my God, cancel culture is real. You can't say anything." You know, they gave him millions, tens of millions of dollars, and suddenly it's all different. So even Bill Burr is a fucking sellout. Which I like Bill Burr, but he sold the fuck out of that shit. I see anybody could die that. Call the Dice Conservatives elected two Hollywood celebrities as president, Reagan and Trump, I know, right? But it's different when they do it. It's always different when they do it. You know, it's like, uh, we're going to talk about it in a minute, how Charlie Kirk is calling for the arrest of George Lopez because George Lopez made a joke about Trump. And uh, no one, no one in the comments is saying anything about cancel culture, about how trying to arrest a comedian for telling a joke is cancel culture. Because when their side does it, it's not cancel culture. It's only cancel culture when the left does it. Which we're also going to get into that topic in a minute. We're going to uh, cover some of my uh, previous video talking about ContraPoints video and canceling. I had some criticism brought to me about that. We're going to cover that in a minute. Um, all right. 
let's skip ahead move on with the show let's be sure to load up those super chats all right let's see where we're at um now we're about to get into the i guess we're about to get into the uh i thought i was gonna talk about blair white first what's the blair white shit hopefully i'll come across that i guess anyway i guess we're gonna go ahead and talk about the uh ContraPoint stuff. I had a lot of people that took uh, exception with me for my video on ContraPoints last week. Now, here's one thing that I got to tell you guys. I do this show live, right? And I do it off the top of my head. I don't write notes down or anything. I just try to do it on the fly the best I can. And when you're doing something like this, sometimes I don't make all the points that I need to make because I think about what I'm going to say ahead of time. But sometimes, like, I forget in the middle of the show. Sometimes I don't, like, say things exactly in the way that I meant to say them or you know, make points I, I planned on. So this show is not meant to be me claiming that I have it all right on the first try, right? This is a work in progress. You know, I give my opinion on things and I get you guys feedback and then there's another show three days later so I can update the record and we can go back and forth and we can all work this out together. This is a team effort. This is not me talking at you, trying to tell you what to think. This is all of us figuring this out as a group. And so, you guys can criticize me. I'm, I, who the fuck am I? I can take your criticism. Like, it's perfectly fine. And so, this person sent me what I thought was, you know, valid criticism that I'm going to comment on. And they said it in a polite way. So, I had no problem addressing it whatsoever. So, anyway, they said, I got to watch the podcast from Friday. I have to say, I was a bit disappointed by your take on ContraPoints video. It felt like you saw the video, but you didn't watch it. Almost every single point you raised, she addressed very well in the video. She even says verbatim that she is not vulnerable to cancel culture. But she also points out that the arguments, like the ones you use, don't make sense because the size of your bank account and praise you get don't stop you from being affected by people publicly trashing you. Okay, I think a lot of people who watched the video last week, they weren't really trying to hear what I have to say because people are so in love with Contra that even mild critique, and I even said it was very mild critique. It's not that I want to argue about for a long period of time. It's just like, if I was heard i would do it slightly differently but i i praised the video i said i really liked it and my only point really it was a very simple point was that she shouldn't use the language of cancel culture because that has been co-opted by the right wing it's right wing language and by using that language you're basically helping them regardless if her definition that she's using is different than the right wing version if her definition is different, then she should call it something else instead of using their language, which only helps them. It really does. And we, I'll give you the example in a minute. People say, oh my God, see, ContraPoints was canceled even by her own words. The left is eating itself. That's what they do. So I'm not saying that there is not a toxic cyberbullying element that goes on on the internet. But I wish that she would have come out and said, look, I wasn't canceled. You can look at my fucking Patreon. You can look at the fact that the tens of thousands of people were praising me. It was only a very small amount of people that were toxically shitting on me. And uh, I'm not going to use the left wing's language of cancel culture. Instead, we're going to call it either trashing or cyberbullying or whatever. And then she could have spoke out exactly about the problems the community's having and, and where she was felt that she was wrong and other people were wrong. And she could have addressed these issues without using the left's language. In my opinion, it does help them. But it was just a mal critique. But anyway, let me finish up uh, with the uh, criticism here. Um, and she specifically says that she can handle the abuse, but what she couldn't deal with was the effort to isolate and marginalize her from the friends and colleagues. Um, 
And that those people also had their family speculated on and insulted. I actually looked into this, and literally, it was a very, very... T- what is up, dude? Hey, quiet, please. Quiet on the set. Catch this shot for dick. Somebody please fuck me immediately. Somebody put a baby in me. You slut. Don't be a slut. I'm not going to slut shaming. If you want to be a slut, be a slut. Just be a slut later when I'm not live on the air. Anyway, I actually looked into it. Like one of the, uh, I'll even show you guys. One of the things they said was, oh my God, they went and they shit on Philosophy Tube. And Philosophy Tube lost a bunch of Patreons over this. Because people were outraged that he wouldn't fucking distance himself from Natalie. And so I went and like looked it up and it was literally a couple people out of the tens of thousands of people who had their side, who was uh, supporting them. A couple people were like, ah, oh, you should abandon Natalie. If you don't abandon Natalie, you're a piece of shit. And literally Philosophy 2 just said, fuck off to these few people that said this. And then the crowd cheered for him, basically, and nobody gave a shit. And I went look to see what well, did this really affect his Patreon? Um, well, let's have a look here. Um, last three months when this sort of took place. And uh, other than, like, you can see at the beginning, at the first day of every month, it happens for everybody. It happens for me. It happens for everybody. You take a dip in the number of patrons you have because the Patreon processes credit cards in the first of every month. And then it basically eliminates any of the patrons you have whose credit cards don't clear. So... But other than that, other than the first of the month, like where? Where did he take this giant hit? Where was the giant hit he took from not distancing himself from Natalie? It, it didn't happen. It literally didn't happen. And somebody, and some people said, it happened to H-Bomb guy too. H-Bomb guy took a huge hit for, not, for doing this video with Natalie. Oh my God, they're coming after people's livelihoods. Uh, where? Where did he take this large hit? Other than the first of the month, which it drops, you know, for everybody, where was this huge hit he took? It just, it didn't happen. You people saying this to me, like, you're not right. You're wrong in this. And uh, so let me go back to the criticism. Um, People were demanding apologies from other people who didn't even know Natalie. Like, two or three degrees removed simply because they were connected to someone who did know her. Yeah, very small people. A very small effect. Like, if if 30,000 people suck your dick and kiss your ass, and 100 people shit on you, are you canceled? Or are you seeking out the most negative coverage you can and playing the victim server? That's kind of, it kind of reminds me of what the anti-SJW community used to do, where they used to search out the minutia the left would do, ignore all the good positive stuff, and they would search out the feminist who was triggered. And they would display that and use that for social outrage against the left. I'm not saying Natalie was doing that. I'm just saying that's how her video is being used by a lot of conservatives now. And she could have easily not allowed that to happen by the video slightly different than she did, in my opinion. Um, anyway, uh, I understand your criticism. I'm not going to read the rest of it. But, yeah. A lot of people were like, the problem was that Natalie was being canceled from the LGBT community. You know, she was being canceled from the transgender community. And that was the big problem. So I went and, like, I, it's my job. So I know it sounds crazy, but I spent about 10 hours after my last video, researching this and trying to find all this mob criticism that she took. And there was some, like, out there. Most of it was just people legitimately criticizing her, which I'll show you in a minute. And of all those people legitimately criticizing her, a very, very tiny amount of it is what I would call people that were being toxic, people that were just being outright personally mean to her. 
Um, it was just like a, literally just a handful of them. Most of them were just, you know, giving their opinions on it, which is absolutely their right to do. But it was actually kind of hard to find this criticism because when you're searching, 99% of it is people praising her. So people were like, well, she was canceled by the transgender community. So I went to the largest transgender forum on the Internet, as far as I know it. Uh, it's on Reddit, and it's called Ask a Transgender. And the really the only article about the situation was, an, was a post. I think ContraPoint's infamous take was valid. It was pretty much the entire forum agreeing with her. So, like, this idea that she was canceled in any meaningful way from the transgender community just isn't true. I mean, it's not, really. And uh, so, a lot of people did criticize her in ways that I felt were, you know, pretty valid. It wasn't just mean and toxic. Even, I don't disagree, even if I disagree with them on their criticism, it wasn't like, it wasn't cancel culture. It was just people telling how they feel. Like, People are pointing out, like, this is the thread where she thanks uh, Buck Angel for being in her video. Was honored to lend my voice to this brilliance, and he posts ContraPoints video, and ContraPoints says, honored to have you, have your part in it. What an iconic fashion moment. And so it was basically people pointing out to ContraPoints why this guy is toxic and she shouldn't have him on her videos and why they were disappointed. You know, this person says, I'm sick to death of transgenderism. And Buck Angel says, I just want you to know that I am a transsexual man who transitioned quiet. Hey, stop it. Stop. Stop doing that, please. Sorry, I'm going to yell at you guys. I just want you all to know that I am a transsexual man who transitioned 23 years ago. This is not a representation of us all. Many of us transsexuals are also appalled and upset at the hate and anger coming from the transgender agenda. It saddens us. So... You know, basically, he's like, I'm one of the good ones. Fuck all those other transgenders. And he's also, like, shielded repeatedly for Blair White, which, you know, is not amazing. And he also gave shout-outs to, let's see if I can find it, to, uh, let's see it. yeah, to people that are TERFs. You know, this is uh, one of the most popular TERFs on the internet, much maligned and hated by the trans community. And he's like, the latest Buck Angel Daily, a feminist with vivid love and life, gone too soon, and basically giving a shout out love for this turf. So people were just telling, you know, Natalie, we're disappointed. We're disappointed that you decided to put this guy in your video because he is toxic to the trans community. And like, uh, most of the people that were leaving comments, you can see them click on her thing here, were literally just giving their opinion about it. They weren't being overly mean to her. They were just like, uh, Wow, so Buck, I'm one of the good ones. Angels seem like a good idea. Jesus fucking Christ. Is that toxic or do these people have a right to tell her that they are disappointed in her? And that was basically, most of it was just normal, valid criticism, not toxic. And of this, a very tiny, small percentage were people who were just being outright shitheads. Um, and it seems like that's what she decided to focus on in her videos. So, I, you know, it, it does kind of lend this narrative to conservative talking points, in my opinion, that could have easily been avoided. But like I said, it was just a very, very minor critique. Um, so anyway, next I'll show you, a Buck Angel did come out and respond to the criticism. And uh, he had this to say. It seems to go against some of what he said in the past, so maybe he's changed his mind now. Maybe he's coming around, or maybe he's just bullshitting. But he says, I love you. Thank you for the integrity. It is so refreshing. He put this on ContraPoints video, by the way. 
I do hear you when you say splitting the community, and honestly, it's not my intention at all. I believe in all identity choice. The reason I split myself in the terms transsexual, transgender, is that I do believe there are differences and that people like myself just want to transition to a gender. Then there are those who do not want to, who do not want that, but still use transgender as it is an umbrella term where they remove the term transsexual to call it derogatory. That said, I have never ever in my life denounced non-binary ever. And that's where it gets a bit weird just because I believe there's a difference from medical to non, it does not mean I discount the latter. I appreciate your voice a lot, and I love that you challenge me instead of cancel me. Let's hope we can start doing more of this in the new year. Love, Paul. So anyway, that was his response. Just thought I would be fair and show that. So anyway, you guys can form your opinion on that whatsoever. Like I said, it was a very mild criticism of ContraPoints. I liked the video. I like ContraPoints. I don't think she's criticism. I don't think she's a trans medicalist. Uh, if you guys think that the way she framed the video was perfect, fine with me. That was just my opinion. You know, we got to talk about something. So let's see what else we got here. Next up, Blair White. Here we go. God damn it. Speaking of Blair White, Buck Angel, you should not fucking be supporting Blair White. She is goddamn transphobic, spreads irrational trans fear constantly. But anyway, here's what she had to say. Imagine. Having such a little confidence in your own worldview that you have to literally block out other ones. Yeah, imagine being that unself-confident that you have to block out other worldviews. Uh, you block me, girl. In fact, you block every single person who says even the slightest criticism towards you. What a fucking hypocrite. And this is obviously, uh, this was in reference to Fox News. Somebody said that they banned Fox News on their TV. And this was her response. You have such little confidence in your own world. You're just such a fucking hypocrite. You're a coward, Blair. You're a fucking coward. Literally block everybody. So anyway, double set of standards for these people. They don't give a shit. No one ever holds them accountable. So why should they give a shit? They're rewarded for their hypocrisy continuously. Um, frustrating as fuck. I guess I'll take a break real quick and read the chats. See if I get any more super chats. Uh, mud, 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 five dollars. Slay the Spire is a great game. I didn't like what you were. I didn't like what you were, Dusty, but you made up for it. Keep doing what you're doing. I guess you meant back when I was more of a shitlord. I appreciate it. Yes, Slay the Spire is a great game. Like, I wish they had another character because I've dominated that fucking game so heavily. So, anyway. Sinon, five dollars. What Natalie has said and done in the past has hurt a lot of people. Even though she made good videos, she's thrown NB people under the bus a lot. I mean, I understand that. I've read her past comments, and I think the criticism is valid. And I do think that she lumped a lot of the valid criticism in with this cancel culture thing in order to kind of, you know, downplay it a little bit. That's just my opinion. I know I'm going to take shit for that. But anyway, thank you for that. Ray, do it, five dollars. I love how these edge lords keep telling them to not care about celebrities. I think I already read that, didn't I? Uh, yep, I did. All right. More Super Chats, please. Super Chats a little light tonight, but oh well. What you gonna do, right? People support me all the time, I guess. Let me check the other chats. If you guys got an interesting say in there. Conservatives elected two Hollywood celebrities. I don't even that. What else we got? She blocked you because she's a huge proponent of free speech. I know, right? It's always the way. So many of those free speech words have blocked me. I guess I'm just really fucking annoying. 
Don't think about it. Mm, all right, we can continue on with the show. Party hour in. All right, making good time. So George Lopez made a joke, <laughs> and uh, people are freaking out about it. So Jakarta world star. Iranian authorities have put a bounty on American President Donald Trump's head during the televised funeral of General Soleimani after he was assassinated last week. What are your thoughts? This is actually not true. Apparently, this is fake news. They didn't. Act, that's what I heard. They didn't actually do this. But anyway, a lot of people are spreading this, and I guess this is kind of world star spreading it too. And so George Lopez says, "We'll do it for half." Obviously, he's just joking. Obviously, George Lopez is not really saying. He's going to murder the president. He's just making a fucking joke, right? But of course, these same exact snowflakes who spent the last couple years claiming the left doesn't have a sense of humor because we're trying to cancel all the comedians over jokes. Oh my God, we're trying to get fucking comedians canceled. The left is going crazy. So now these same exact people are trying to get George Lopez arrested over a joke. Hypocrisy knows no bounds. Here's Charlie Clark. Retweet if you believe the FBI and Secret Service should immediately arrest George Lopez for threatening to murder Trump in exchange for $40 million. Yes, that's definitely what he was trying to do, right? Definitely wasn't just making a joke. Arrest him immediately. And like I said earlier, you go read the comments on his post and not a single fucking person is mentioning cancel culture. It's a right-wing narrative that is almost entirely used as a cudgel to beat the left over the head with, which is why I think you shouldn't use their language. There's no reason to help them, in my opinion. There's a double standard we shouldn't feed into. And um, here he is again. Uh, this, this is the thread, basically. You look through here, though, and nobody is talking about cancel culture. It's just ridiculous. How is calling for the arrest of a comedian for telling a joke not cancel culture? How is it not worse than anything they did to Natalie? It's just... It is worse, but <sighs> different set of rules. And here he is. And this is, uh, oh my God, I love this guy. <laughs> he's so stupid. This uh, black Trump supporter. He's always got this fake outrage. Look at him. Look at his fake outrage over this. He's like, oh my God, George Lopez don't arrest him immediately. Doing and report George Lopez to the FBI, the CIA, and the Secret Service. Uh, report George Lopez to the FBI and the Secret Service. Yeah, it's just obviously this guy's fake, but he gets rewarded for 36,000 likes. Uh, we have a duty to report any and all threats of violence against the president, his family, or anyone in his administration. Talk about snowflakes, right? Why is this not cancel culture? Why is this not people that can't take a joke? And when Ted Nugent said the same shit, let's see if I can find it. Ted Nugent. They said nothing. No outrage videos, nothing. We need to ride into that battlefield and chop there. The Obama administration's heads off in November, New just said. He added, if Barack Obama becomes the next president in November again, I will either be dead or in jail by this time next year. He even said that he's going to make Obama suck on his AK-47. Conservatives said nothing. Silence. Crickets. But oh my God, George Lopez! Just like I said, that hypocrisy. That's all they fucking do, right? Every day, all day long, hypocrisy, hypocrisy, hypocrisy. And uh, here's some more examples of it. Ryan Fournier. George Lopez just said he'd assassinate President Trump for half of the $80 million. Secret Service should take a look at this. The left is sick. Just fake outrage. And this is uh, one of the co chairman of Trump students. 
Look at this fucking shithead. Why aren't you enlisting, dude? Shouldn't you be enlisting in the military right now? Fucking asshole. George Lopez was clearly making a joke. He was. But Republicans don't bat an eye when they do it themselves, right? And this is uh, showing that they don't give a fuck. Ted Nugent was obviously using a figure of speech. Unfortunate as it was. It just shows the anger people had towards Barack Obama. That's what the president had to say. When Ted Nugent fucking threatens to kill the president. And he wasn't even really joking. He said it much more violently than George Lopez. And then, of course, the President of the United States just fucking has his back. Just hand waves it away. And conservatives don't have a problem with that whatsoever. Because they play by a different set of rules. Um, anyway, I guess that's all I want to say about that. I don't even like George Lopez that much. There's a, like a, a picture of him doing the logic sign out there, though. I should have pulled that up. It's pretty cool. But anyway, funny, funny, funny how they're the snowflakes that they have been talking about all these years. And uh, oh my God, you guys see this? This is scary as fuck. You guys remember when Donald Trump lied about his inauguration audience? Claimed he had the, like the biggest audience in history. This is what a real large crowd looks like. This is what a crowd looks like when they actually like somebody. <laughs> Look how many millions. This is the Soleimani, the general that Trump assassinated, who was basically the equivalent of their vice president. He wasn't their vice president. I'm not saying he was. I'm saying he was the number two man in Iran. Look at this fucking crowd. Holy shit, dudes. So the administration is simply trying to create terrorists. That's exactly what they're trying to do. They know these people are going to want to kill Americans. And so they're trying to create terrorism. And then when these people actually do inevitably strike back, that will give them justification to go to war. And then anybody who doesn't support them going to war will say, oh my God, you support the terrorists. They attacked America. You guys are literally trying to create terrorists to make them do this. It's the same exact thing they've always fucking done, right? And, uh, you know shit is getting crazy when Tucker Carlson starts talking fucking sense. Holy shit, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I agree with Tucker Carlson. Amazing. These were threats that were located in the region. Threats in the region. If you don't live in Washington, here's the translation. That would be in hostile Middle Eastern countries. Places where American troops would never be in the first place were it not for the insistent demands of non-geniuses like Max Boot and John Bolton. But never mind. No one in Washington is in mood for big picture questions right now. Questions the obvious ones like, is Iran really the greatest threat we face? And who's actually benefiting from this? And why are we continuing to ignore the decline of our own country in favor of jumping into another quagmire from which there is no obvious exit? By the way, if we're still in Afghanistan 19 years sad years later... What makes us think there's a quick way out of Iran? And so on. Nobody is thinking like that right now. Instead, chest beaters like Senator Ben Sass of Nebraska are making the usual warlike noises, the ones they always make. This is very simple, Ben Sass wrote in a statement last night. General Soleimani is dead because he was an evil bastard who murdered Americans, which is essentially true. Soleimani was certainly a bad guy. But does that make killing him, quote, very simple? It does not. Nothing about life and certainly nothing about killing is ever very simple. And any politician who tells you otherwise is dumb or is lying. Yes, Soleimani was linked to the deaths of Americans. Nobody mourns his passing. 
But Mexico and China are also linked to the deaths of Americans. Each has flooded our country with narcotics from which tens of thousands of Americans die every single year. Not that anyone in power cares. So does that mean we get to bomb Oaxaca? Can we start assassinating generals in the People's Liberation Army? Maybe. Maybe Ben Sass will call for that, too. He's a former consultant, a very tough character. But before we enter into a single new war, there... So, holy fucking shit, dude. I can't believe Tucker Carlson is the voice of reason for once. You know you're fucked when Tucker Carlson has a good take on your stupid bullshit. And, uh... But it's America, folks. It's just dumb as shit. This is how it's working now. These media posts, he's talking about his Twitter posts, these media posts will serve as a notification to the United States Congress that should Iran strike any U.S. person or target, the United States will quickly and fully strike back and perhaps in a disproportionate manner. Such legal notice is not required, but is given nevertheless. So holy shit. Just as the Founding Fathers envisioned it, a consultation with Congress on matters of war via tweet. The fucking President of the United States is literally putting Congress on notice instead of talking directly via tweet. Good Lord, this is absolutely the dumbest timeline in the whole fucking history of every goddamn multiverse. And I agree with Mark Parker Mola here. The dumbest time in our planet's history. Mike Sinovich, woo, this will trigger the far left. Yeah, fucking goddamn the President is using Twitter to talk to Congress. Oh, God, God, you're going to trigger the libs with this. <laughs> I love it. Look at all the goddamn liberals who are upset by this bullshit. I mean, these people are children. The right are just fucking little kids, and their entire platform is trying to upset people. They don't give a shit if they murder innocent people. They don't give a shit if trillions of dollars are spent killing civilians. They don't give a shit how much people could be helped with that money. As long as they're evil... Causes the left to be upset. They're fucking giddy as schoolboys. It's just, it's just trash. They're trash humans. They're absolutely fucking trash humans. And, uh, apparently the Iraqi prime minister claims that Soleimani was coming to Iraq to try to broker peace between Iran and Saudi Arabia. And he even claimed that Trump called him and asked him to make this happen. And then when they had Soleimani come to Iraq, as Trump wanted, he killed him, basically. This claim is that would have it appear that the Iraqi prime minister was asked to mediate. He tried. The meeting that would have taken place to do so was used to set up the assassination. Who in their sane mind would tr trust Trump again? Nobody. Trump is betraying our allies left and right. And when he's literally setting up assassinations from people who he's telling to go broker peace... Like, we're the bad guys, folks. Nobody in, in the rest of the world should ever trust us again. Why would they? He is destroying our credibility across the fucking world. But hey, look at all the liberals that are upset. It's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great thing. It's amazing. And uh, this is stunning. Iraq Prime Minister tells Parliament U.S. troops should leave. Says Donald Trump called him to ask him to mediate with Iran and then order drone strikes on Soleimani. Says Soleimani carrying response to Saudi initiative to defense tension when it was hit. Yep. Setting people up to be killed. And uh, so, of course, Iraq is like, we want you guys to leave. We want U.S. troops out of our country. We don't trust you guys anymore. You guys are liars. You know, you've invaded our country. We don't want you fucking here anymore. So, basically, um, 
Trump threatens them with sanctions. He says, we're not leaving your country. Fuck you. He literally says, you have to pay us back for a military base we built there. Even though you guys didn't ask us to build this military base, we're not leaving until you pay us back. So basically, Trump is refusing to leave a sovereign country who is asking him to leave. Just, how is this not bully bullshit? I mean, it's just, we, we are the bullies of the fucking world, and we have this orange Cheeto Mussolini in office. Oh my God, it's just destroying our credibility worldwide. It's so frustrating. Why can't conservatives see this? Why can't they see the harm this is causing to the country and the world? And at least a few of the politicians are speaking out against it, like Elon Omar. They're going to accuse anyone who cautions against war of siding with their enemies or supporting terrorists. They've already started doing it. This is the exact rhetoric that got us into war in Iraq. Don't fall for it. It's the same exact game plan. The same exact shit they did to, to begin with, to, to get us in war with Afghanistan, to get us in war with Iraq, spend trillions of dollars on this shit. I'm going to actually show you. It's almost word by word the same. Killing their top military commander and revered national hero, step one. Step two, feign incredulously, incredulously, I can say that word, that this world results, uh, that this would result in retaliatory action. Three, use the 100% foreseeable retaliatory action to justify further attacks. For war, five, pretend you never wanted war. That's exactly what they're going to do. It's called wag the dog. It's the same shit they always fucking do. But, you know, these crazy motherfuckers, right? Iran in 1973 compared to Iran in 2019. Look, they were free in 1973 before the United States illegally overthrew their government and had a strongman put in power. That basically destabilized, basically destabilized the whole country and caused it to lead to this. But then the comments, maybe they were afraid liberals would take over and devolve into this. Hey, that's a valid point. Yeah. It's a good thing that they're fucking went, basically set their country back and devolved back into this. Because if they hadn't, oh my God, people would have been free to express themselves like they wanted to and might have had the rights to be gay in public. How horrible that would be. Valid point. Totally fucking valid. God damn it, you guys are such pieces of shit. <sighs> Hard to believe. And you know what? It's not Iran versus USA like a football game. It's the military-industrial complex needing its next fix of blood and bones to satisfy the upward travel of wealth. If you got kids who going to be serving on aircraft characters, you bred a prey for them. And this is, this is proof. That America is not a great country. That we are the bad guys. Each javelin round cost $80,000. And the idea that it's being fired by a guy who doesn't make that in a year. And a guy who doesn't make that in a lifetime. Is somehow so outrageous. It almost makes the war seem winnable. And it's totally fucking true man. Using $80,000 bombs to kill people who make what a dollar a day or whatever. It's just insane. I mean, it's so insane, it's hard to even comprehend, really. This is as evil as it possibly fucking gets. In a country where 45,000 people are dying every year due to lack of health care, uh, a country where kids are going hungry, a country with a huge fucking homeless problem, we're shooting $80,000 bombs at people that make a dollar a day. We are not great. We've never been great. We are the bad guys. We are absolutely the bad guys here. And... Uh, Curse boomer images. Here's the propaganda they put out. Then, 
Barack Obama was kissing their ass. Now, fucking Donald Trump is kicking their ass, but this is literally a Saudi. They have drawn a Saudi here. Trump, who literally took Saudi Arabia's side when they murdered an American journalist and cut up his body parts. He's literally sold them billions of dollars worth of weapons that they're using in a war against civilians. He is the biggest kiss-ass to Saudi Arabia they could possibly get, but reality never matters to these people. And now he's in public bragging. The United States just spent $2 trillion on military equipment. How are we going to pay for it? How the fuck are we going to pay for it? They never asked that question. Conservatives, where are you at? How are we going to pay for it? When it comes to universal health care to save lives, they're always like, how are we going to pay for it? When it comes to fucking paying for children's school lunches, how are we going to pay for it? When it comes to the homeless problem, how are we going to pay for it? $2 trillion to murder people. Crickets. We'll find the money somewhere. God damn it. Do you support terrorism, Dusty? Why do you support terrorism? You're evil. Fuck you. You're evil. Die mad about it. God damn it. And you know, I got to admit, it is kind of frustrating that my Twitter account that took me 10 years to build up was permanently deleted because I called somebody who blocked me on Twitter and was shit talking me behind a block where I couldn't respond or even read it. I said that they were a cowardly bitch and they permanently banned my Twitter account that I built up over 10 years for saying the word bitch. Yet Donald Trump gets to use his Twitter account to literally threaten war crimes. And get away with it. And here's him saying, targeted 52 Iranian sites representing the 52 American hostages taken by Iran many years ago. Some at very high level and important to Iran and the Iranian culture. And those targets and Iran itself will be hit very fast and hard. The USA wants no more threats. Yeah, we don't want any more threats. That's what we're going to fucking threaten you. Do as we say, not as we do. But this is literally threatening a war crime. Here's the Geneva Convention, Article 53, protection of cultural objects and places of worship without prejudice to the provisions of the Hague Convention for the protection of cultural property in the event of armed conflict of 14 May 1954 and of other relevant international instruments is is prohibited to commit any acts of hostility directed against the historic monuments, works of art, or places of worship which constitute the cultural or spiritual heritage of peoples. To use such objects in support of military effort to make such objects the objects of reprisals. Literally using goddamn Twitter to threaten war crimes. Where you fucking at, Jack? Why is he not held responsible for this? It's just crazy. You guys at Twitter are responsible for this shit. You're responsible for allowing your platform to be used for this shit. You should take action. You should do some. How is threatening war crimes not against the TOS and calling somebody a bitch is? It just don't make any goddamn fucking sense in the world. And um, I can't believe, first I'm agreeing with Tucker Carlson on something, and now I'm going to agree with goddamn Richard Spencer on something. Holy shit. The worst people in the world are actually making decent points. So, Paul Joseph Watson made a post that basically was like about Donald Trump threatening war crimes. It's just a tweet. He's just making tweets. Don't worry about it. And Richard Spencer, like, it's just a tweet, bro. This demonstrates just how unserious Paul Joseph Watson is about his work. Note that if some blue-haired SJW, I guess he he said SWJ, but he means SJW, SJW with zero political power tweets about destroying male privilege 
he'll go on about the totalitarian left. However, with Trump, who clearly has the ability to enact his threats, it's just a tweet, bro, and holy shit, the worst person in the world actually made a good point. Hard to believe, and goddammit, Paul Joseph Watson, when Richard Spencer is dunking on you, deep, deep self-reflection is needed. And uh, Cody Johnson, also dunking. Remember when people wanted to take down Confederate statues that were put up in public places in the 60s and 70s to piss off black people, and Republicans compared it to ISIS? Anyway, the president just threatened to bomb a bunch of Iranian cultural sites. Yeah, I remember ISIS was actually destroying some of the cultural sites, and people were freaking out about it, conservatives were like, oh my god, see these terrorists? Let's destroy them immediately! And then Trump says exactly the same thing. He's going to do exactly the same thing, destroy their cultural sites. And look, this is not just the cultural sites of Iran. This is 4,500 years of human civilization. This is the heritage of all of mankind, of me and you. He's threatening our history. Not just Iranians' history, but our history. But nope! Who gives a shit? It's Trump. Whatever he does, he was chosen by God. So, oh well. We can have this double thing. We can have this cognitive dissonance. We never have to fucking question the stupidity that is going on in our brain. That's what the right is all about, folks. Oh, good goddamn. And so depressing to cover all this, but somebody has to cover this, folks. I wish I didn't have to fucking cover it. Like, I wish this wasn't the reality I lived in. But anyway, they asked Trump, hey! Do you have an exit strategy? You know, we've been in Iraq for 10 years. The war in Afghanistan is still going on after 10 years, and we spent trillions of dollars. Do you have an exit strategy at all if we go to war with Iran? Do you have an exit strategy for Iran if war does break down? Uh, you're not going to need an exit strategy. <laughs> I don't need exit strategies. Oh, God damn it. Fuck, folks. And he's right. He doesn't need an exit strategy because the plan is to be there forever. The plan is for endless wars. He is bought and paid for by the military-industrial complex, by the billionaire class. And that is their plan. Have military bases all across the Middle East forever and ever and ever and never leaving. We are the world's police. They say with one hand, oh, we have to end these endless wars. We can't be the world's police while doing the exact opposite all the fucking time, always. And it is. It's exactly the same playbook. Let's look. The exact same playbook they use for the war with Iraq. They're using with the war with Iran. And we know that Iraq is continuing to finance terror and gives assistance to groups that use terrorism to undermine Middle East peace. The Iranian regime continues to fuel conflict, terror, and turmoil throughout the Middle East and beyond. Many nations are joining us in insisting that Saddam Hussein's regime be held accountable. Iran will be held accountable. The danger is already significant, and it only grows worse with time. This is a threat to the region and a threat to the world, and it gets worse day by day by day. The same tyrant has tried to dominate the Middle East. And Iran's ambition to dominate the Middle East remains. They could attack our allies or attempt to blackmail the United States. America will not be held hostage to nuclear blackmail. Regime change in Iraq is the only certain means of removing a great, nat a great danger to our nation. And therefore, the only solution is to change the regime itself. Because I really do believe we will be greeted as liberators. Freedom is right around the corner. America is the biggest rubes on earth. Seriously. 
They use the same fucking game plan to spend trillions of dollars. And there's so many people out there pounding the drum war, talking about, oh my God, I was reading on my uh, Facebook. Somebody literally came on there. We will tackle the Iran regime in three months and then we'll be out of there. It's nothing. It's like, God, you people are so fucking psychopathic. It's just insane. It just, it makes me so sad, but like, I, I want to renounce my American citizenship, but where am I going to fucking go, right? There's nowhere to go. None of the other countries want me. I don't have money to fucking move and not really want to move, but at the same time, I don't want to be a part of this. And this tweet went viral. These are terrorists on their way to ignore sovereign borders and inflict violence on brown people abroad. Pray for Iraq Iranians instead, right? This person says, pray for these soldiers. Yeah, they're going to go over and fucking invade a country that doesn't want us there. How are we not the terrorists? During the Iraq war, over 200,000 at least civilians were killed because of our occupation. How are we not the terrorists? How are we not the bad guys, right? And this and these people were like, I agree. But it's not that simple. U.S. government specifically targets the poor and more often than not the people of color by making false promises. While being the reason they are in such a state, they feel they have no choice but to join. And if they try to leave, they may be jailed or worse. You do have a choice. Somebody says, delete. You need to understand that these soldiers are someone's kid. Literally, they don't have a choice but to follow orders. That's exactly what the fucking Germans said when they hung them. We were just following orders. You do have a choice. You shouldn't have fucking signed up in the first place, but you have a fucking choice to go over and be involved in this shit. You want to know why so many soldiers who come home have post-traumatic stress syndrome? Why so many of them commit suicide? Because they get over there and they realize they're the fucking bad guys. And they can't fucking live with that. Don't be a part of this, motherfuckers. You have a choice. Going to jail is better than being a part of this. It absolutely is. Take a stand and then take responsibility for your choices. Because you're going to have to. And here's an example of how you cannot win with these conservatives, right? Here's uh, one of the main leaders of the men's right movements, Paul Elam. Equality means the draft should be equal too. Equality, the draft should be equal. Yeah, we should draft women, except when they do draft women. Women in combat, she can't do three pull-ups, but they want her fighting on the front lines, question mark? So how the fuck do you win? Draft women, but they're useless. Don't put them on the front lines. Like, motherfucker. You need to enlist immediately. All you men's rights dudes need to enlist immediately. And, uh, but this is the country we live in, folks. While Trump is threatening war, while we're on the brink of war, while all this horrible shit is going on, here's Trump with the weirdest motherfucker. Look at all these weird ass motherfuckers. So weird. Look at this cult bullshit. This is what America's like for those of you in other countries freedom and lord that's exactly what we have i thank you lord that he doesn't claim to be perfect but he is passionate he's passionate for the to stop the merciless killing of the unborn he's passionate to raise people from poverty and six million have been moved from food stamps to the dignity of work he is passionate oh god to see our supreme court filled with men and women who will stand for justice for all and lord we thank you for all that you have begun and now that you've begun it in our nation in the middle we pray that you would bless a fighter and a champ. So fucking creepy. 
oh, goddamn, a cult has taken over the United States government and they're going to kill us all. Seriously, these people want to usher in Armageddon because they think it'll make Jesus fucking come back. But at least people like uh, AOC are fighting back. And here's the thing. This was six months ago. But it's still fucking incredibly relevant even now. Any concerns about the handling of Iran right now? Yeah, I think they're trying to goad us into a military conflict that's completely irresponsible. Yeah, you go, girl. Any concerns? This clip of six months ago, pay attention. The Trump administration has been chomping at the bit to pursue conflict with Iran for months. We must act now to save lives, protect the innocent, and limit the immense damage that has been done. War isn't smart. It's barbaric. You know, at least we have a few politicians in place that are fighting back against it. But, you know, they're definitely fucking outnumbered. And uh, even though I've criticized Ethan Kyle a little bit here and there, he's spot on with this shit. As an American, I'm so sick of people waging war on my behalf. Preach, brother. Bragging about spending $2 trillion on tanks when people can't pay for health care or school lunches is sick beyond belief. And he got almost 200,000 likes for this. So while I think his uh, podcast is slightly boring, I definitely agree with that. I'm glad to see him get some love from, for that very, very good take. And yeah, when you motherfuckers going to enlist? You fucking pounding the drum wars. Oh, look how cool I own my guns. Enlist immediately. You fucking fake motherfuckers. Alex Jones is too old to enlist. But still, the rest of these motherfuckers aren't enlist. Enlist. But no, you know they're not going to. They're fucking as big of hypocrites as you could possibly be. They're making too much money. They just want your poor sons and daughters to die while they rah-rah their deaths and pretend like they give a shit. It's the same old thing they always fucking do. And Tim Pool's got the hottest take in the world. Breaking! Iraqi parliament votes to expel U.S. military from Iraq. And he's like, LOL, so Trump accidentally just ended our forever war in Iraq? And his supporters are like, yeah, 40 chess, level 9999. Yeah, guys. I mean, sure. I could have left this restaurant anytime I wanted of my own free will. But it makes me so much more of a genius to get kicked out, doesn't it? 40 chess, folks. Fucking millionaire, Tim Pool. Holy shit. Hard to believe the conservatives made this guy a millionaire. But you can see why he pushes their propaganda. Trump's always a genius. Everything he does is brilliant. And, uh, these people are such psychopaths. These goddamn conservatives, they're like the most psychopathic people. It's just hard to believe that these are my fellow Americans. Let's do to Tehran what we did to Dresden. Light it up and burn it down. Let's make Tehran a memory. Yeah. Let's destroy all these motherfuckers. Kill tons of innocent people. Hell, they're brown. Their skin is brownish, even though I guess Arabs are technically Caucasian. Their skin is browner than ours, and they're Muslims, so fuck them, right? Let's turn it into a glass parking lot says these insane goddamn murderers. Just so disgusting to be a part of this country right now. Anyway, I guess that's all I'm going to talk about the Trump shit for right this second. That's my war worth recoverage. Just getting worse and fucking worse out there. And, oh, that's depressing. Let's see what else we got here. Ray Dubin, $5. Annotation notes are the same as ambulance-chasing lawyers. Expect that, except they're looking for reasons to be victims themselves. I know, right? They're just looking for anything they can to shit on the left while giving the right a pass. That's the entire grift. And it's an incredibly lucrative grift, so, like, I understand why they're doing it, but at the same time, I called it out years ago, I'm still gonna call it out, and the whole fucking community is now just a dumpster fire of racism and transphobia and bigotry, and the people that created it are given a complete pass! 
given a fucking complete pass. And not only that, th- their images are being whitewashed by people like uh, Beverly Hills Man Bun. And it's just depressing, but, you know, they're popular. They're going to form their own little cliques, and they're going to all get real popular, and they're going to cash in on the new grift, and people are going to let them get away with it. But it's all good. I don't have to be a part of it. So, la, la, la. Cam Ruby, 1999. Hey, thank you, Cam Ruby. That's very generous. I appreciate that. Please buy the cat some peanut butter or whatever it is they like. All right, I'll buy them some peanut butter. Um, I don't think I've ever fed the cats peanut butter. Usually we feed the dogs peanut butter. They love that shit. But I will buy some in your honor, Cam Ruby, and feed it to the cats. Really appreciate that. The Schwartz Awakens 499. I love the podcast. Hey, the podcast loves you. I'm happy to be a part of your audience. Thank you for your respectful rebuttal. Ain't no problem. Like, I thank you for your respectful criticism. Like, I'm an idiot, folks. Just like you are. Just like we all are. We're all stupid. We all have very limited information in our brain, and we're all just doing the best we can with the stupidity that's going on up here in our noggin. And so, I deserve criticism, and I can take criticism just like anybody else is, and I thank you for your respectful criticism. Ginny Rude, $2. Sorry, I am late to the party. Ready for World War III? Hell yeah. Welcome, Ginny Rude. The war will be televised. It will be horrible. Beast Nation, $2,905. Trump's actions towards our allies can be summed up simply. DTA, don't trust America. I know, right? He's setting us back, I mean, for generations. Even if somebody like Bernie gets into office, there's still no reason for the rest of the world to ever trust us again because whatever Bernie says, the next president, we could just elect somebody else just like Trump who is going to completely betray our allies in every way. So why would anybody trust us now? They shouldn't. I wouldn't. Would you? So, yeah, it's just a shit show. It's an absolute shit show. Uh, Ali, Ali, $2. We are supporting terrorists. The Saudis are UAE. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the Saudis are terrorists. I mean, they literally murdered an American journalist, cut his body parts up. We covered up for it. They are as terrorists as terrorists. 15 of the 19 hijackers on 9-11 were from Saudi Arabia, and there was plenty of evidence that the Saudi Arabia oligarchy paid for it. A lot of that was covered up, but that's what the evidence says, right? So, yeah, the people that literally carried out 9-11 are not our allies. They're terrorists, and they have bought our politicians, especially fucking Trump. And it's obvious anybody paying attention, but conservatives don't give a shit. They live in a separate world from the rest of us. Uh, Proto, $5. I thought Bush was the worst president, but after this bullshit, looks like Trump won that title so fucking annoying. I know, right? Like, after Bush, I said to myself, well, at least no Republican will ever be president again. At least this has embarrassed our country. Like, he almost bankrupted the country. The economy collapsed. He entered us into multiple wars that cost trillions of dollars, that cost hundreds of thousands of civilian lives. And I was like, well, at least the silver lining is America's learned its lesson and will never, ever elect anybody this stupid or Republican again. And then, boom. We elect somebody even fucking worse. So, like, I don't have any faith in America anymore. Even if Bernie is president, I don't have any faith. I want to elect somebody just as stupid after Bernie. So it's just, it's it's horrible. At least I'll be dead in 50 years, right? Silver linings. Ray Dubin, $2. Sounds like a bunch of things Trump is not doing. I know, right? But who cares? Who cares? Different set of rules. H.S. Ross, $50. Green. Hey, that's very, very, very generous, H.S. Ross. Thank you very much for that. You're my new favorite person today. Keep up the great work. I will. As long as you keep supporting me, man, I will keep doing it. You are the hero here. Sorry, I can't usually catch the live shows. Do you think you should get your cat girl spayed? Beyond not having to go into heat, I understand it It has health benefits. Wish you and your cat family could come out up here to Canada. Uh, Most of the girls are spayed. We have all the boys spayed, so they don't really have any uh, ability 
to have babies. I think maybe a couple of these girls are not spayed, but we probably should have them all spayed. It's just really expensive with all these animals, and so I'm doing the best I could. But that's not a bad suggestion. Uh, I'm working on it. It's a work in progress, but at least they can't get pregnant because they don't have any boy cats that are intact. So that's the good news of it. Thank you very much, H.S. Ross. You rock, man. Love you. Let's see what the uh, Twitch chat has to say. Um, that's Facebook. Dusty, I liken you and your foo-foo dog. Okay. I don't have any dogs in here right now, but cool. Um, Alright. It's like all bullshit. All bullshit. Let's see what time is it. Oh, 30 more minutes to go. We got plenty of coverage. Let me check the regular chat real quick. You guys got anything interesting here to say? Vote vote out, then in progresses. That'd be nice. People would actually fucking do that. White women really love Trump, though. I guess white women are voting in their own best interest because uh, we definitely got to support the status quo for white people. Dusty, dude, I am sure you could move up to Canada. I'm not sure I could move up to Canada. I don't think Canada fucking wants me. Why would they? Boy cats get neutered. Yes, you're right. Boy cats do get neutered. Did I? What did I say? They got spayed. Okay. My bad. Definitely get neutered. And that's Catalina Gearbox. What's up, Catalina? Points out. Please like, subscribe, and ring the bell. Very important. More of you like the video really helps. And also, you know, share the video. As I've said before, I'm not involved in all these little clicks because when you involve yourself in these little fucking clicks, um, you're kind of beholden to the clicks. You can't really speak your mind. You can't speak out about anybody that's in those clicks or, you know, you're kicked out of the click, which I've been kicked out of every fucking click on goddamn the internet. So when you're not involved in these clicks, the popular people on YouTube don't share your videos. So my videos don't get shared by fucking anybody who's popular. So the only way this show's ever going to grow is if you guys share my videos with people. So please share them on your social media. Please share them on your Twitter, on your YouTube, on your Facebook, wherever. Very important. You guys will help me out. That would be much appreciated. Love you in advance. All right, let's continue on with the show. What else we got here? Oh, we're going to talk about uh, Paul Joseph Watson. Thou name is hypocrite. Sobriety is the new counterculture. That's right. Being sober is the new counterculture, which I totally am, except for I'm at a pub. 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 Hmm. Think you might be slightly a hypocrite there, dude. Just a little bit. Or maybe you're admitting you're not part of the counterculture, which you're not. And uh, Meatloaf would do anything for love, but he won't do that. You won't believe in climate change. Meatloaf says Greta Thunberg has been brainwashed over climate change. Uh, yeah, I think I would believe the 97% of scientific community over a dude named Meatloaf, okay? Now, I like some of his music. I'm praying for the end of time. That's all that I can do. Remember that song? Hell yeah. Paradise and Dashboard Lights. Listen, out when I was a kid. My dad turned me on to that. So, but yeah, Meatloaf's a fucking idiot. Shut the fuck up, Meatloaf. Of course, I'm sure a lot of uh, right-wingers are like, Oh my God, Meatloaf is so right. You go, boy. When it comes to celebrities saying shit they like or they agree with, suddenly it's fine. It's totally fine. And uh, these guys are such fucking snowflakes. I agree. This guy's that sitting with thousand likes was pretty good. I, for one, respect that guy for making these astonishingly boring judge so mad. All this guy did was he bought a Star Wars Lego set. It took me two years of sweet-talking my wife and building up brownie points, but I finally got my hands on the Millennium Falcon Ultimate Collector's Edition set. I'm pretty darn excited. Awesome. He's not hurting anybody. He got something he wanted. He's having fun with it. But no, the fucking chud's got a fucking rant in his parade 
Debbie Downers. Or you could have some actual kids instead of being one. <laughs> and Paul Joseph Watson, how old are you? Nine? Says super mature Paul Joseph Watson who never leaves his mom's basement. I guess except to go to the pub, according to him. Although I doubt he's really going to the pub. He's just saying that because he has friends. Um, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, Australia is burning to the ground. Because of global warming, Australia is burning to the ground. There's an animal holocaust. Like, hundreds of millions of animals are being killed. Like, I can't even think about it because I'll cry, so I'm not going to think about it. But here's a virtualized pic of Australia collected from NASA satellites. The whole fucking thing is on fire. So, yeah, let's listen to Meatloaf, folks. Global warming is a hoax. While the entire goddamn world burns to the fucking ground. These people are in a death cult. They're going to kill us all. We have to stop listening to these conservative motherfuckers immediately. And uh, good news, folks. Prager U admits that God is non-binary. God transcends gender. Yeah. He's not male or female. He's totally non-binary. Good to know. Thanks for the heads up there, Prager U. And, uh, here's one from Buffet Simmons. I didn't know this. I guess it's time to cancel. Wesley Snipes, I can't stand the side of this piece of shit because every time I see him, I remember that he beat Halle Berry so bad that she cannot hear out of her left ear to this very day. And I'm like, what? Wesley Snipes beat up Halle Berry? But apparently that's what she said. In 2004, the actress revealed that she had been with numerous partners that had physically abused her, one so badly that it caused her hearing loss. It was only when I was in an abusive relationship and blood squirted on the ceiling of my apartment and I lost 80% of my hearing in my ear that I realized I have to break the cycle. She then revealed the identity of one of her abusers. It was her co-star from the critically acclaimed movie Jungle Fever and former boyfriend Wesley Snipes. He had hit her so hard that she had lost the ability to hear in her right ear. So, I, that's true. Uh, respect loss from Wesley Snipes. Even though I thought he was great in Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Which is Kelsey's favorite movie. Dick move. Dick move there, Wesley Snipes. And uh, what the fuck is going on over at CNBC, okay? First off, uh, yeah, that's not Andrew Yang. Who is working in your graphics department? Are they literally just going out there and picking any Asian guy and all Asian people look the same to them? And that's not Tulsi Gabbard either. What is happening? Good fucking Lord. And then also, did Cory Booker lose a fight with the machete? Look at Cory Booker's face. Why does he have a huge scar? It looks like a Bond villain. I don't know, man. Whatever your interns are that you're not paying, pay them. Find somebody who can do the job better than this because they are not doing a good job for you. And, uh, of course, Andy Nogo, always supporting the right-wing terrorists out there. At a far-left demonstration today near Seattle, City Hall, dozens of Antifa black blocs showed up. They were there to oppose conservative Republican rally. Yeah! They were just opposing a very normal, very decent conservative Republican rally. Uh, one detained as tensions escalate among opposing Seattle protesters. Washington, three percenters rally. Hmm, who are these three percenters? Three percenters are an American far-right militia movement and paramilitary group. So obviously, Annie Nogo is going to whitewash for them. Funny how Mr. Annie Nogo refers to a gathering of three percenters, a violent far-right militia, as a conservative Republican rally. I wonder why he deleted this. Because he's not a journalist. Because they jump on anything they can to try to make Antifa or the left look bad. And then later, when they realize they didn't do their fucking homework, they didn't research it even a little bit, they have to fucking delete it. But they never retract. 
They just delete that shit and sweep it under the rug and be like it never happened. But we gotcha! Screenshots exist for a reason. Fuck you, Annie Milko. And Judge Judy came out and supported Michael Bloomberg, because of course she did. She's worth a couple hundred million dollars. Obviously, she's got to support a fellow billionaire. You know, I guess she's not a fellow billionaire, but another incredibly fucking rich person. Fuck Judge Judy! Used to like her a little bit, but now I don't like her at all. And uh, apparently things are not going that well for Jordan Peterson anymore. Here's Jordan Peterson's interest over time. And uh, yeah, during 2017, spike, spike the fuck up. And now it's dropping off rapidly, which is good news. People are starting to realize the drift of that motherfucker. And uh, belling out in droves. So happy to see it. Fuck you, Jordan Peterson. And Here's one from uh, Classical Liberals. I totally agree. I had this video queued up somewhere. I wonder where the fuck it is. Oh, here it is. Let me play the video first for you. Holy good Lord. Conservatives are so goddamn cringe in every fucking way. Here's him bitching about The Witcher because it had a woman that was badass in it. And these conservatives are such snowflakes. You can't have a woman that's badass in any way because, oh my God. Imagine how these people would have reacted if the internet would have been around during when Alien came out. With Ridley, with, uh, what was her name? Not Ridley Scott, I guess it's the producer with, uh, shit, I can't remember what her name is. The badass woman who was the, uh, hero of that movie. Imagine how they would have responded to that movie. And so the lady made the, the show, the showrunner, uh, Lauren Schmidt, history show. Now she was going to pay attention to the women. And immediately I was put off by the fact that there's a queen in this who fights like a man. And there's a couple of scenes where women fight with swords. And I just hate these scenes because no woman can fight with a sword. Zero women can fight with a sword. And what I mean by that is in a situation where you are fighting men who are used to fighting with swords, you are going to get killed if you were a woman fighting with a sword 100% of the time, right? Now, you can um, a woman with a sword could kill somebody. A woman with a sword could kill somebody who doesn't know how to fight with a sword. But in a war situation where you are swinging this 5 to 10 pound sword again and again and again against much, much, much stronger men, they are going to kill you. So when you write a woman who uh, fights with a sword and this queen is... She's a man. They should have made the character a man. She's a man. She's uh, gross, and she swaggers around, and she rips into the you know uh, meat and tears it with her teeth, and then and curses people out. She's a man. So it was like it was this feminist statement. And I just thought, please give me a break. And I don't know if that's in the book, uh, in the books, but it, it just I just thought, give me a break. This is not the way any woman behaves. Yeah, I mean, we're at, on the brink of war, and this is the kind of shit these people search for to point out and bitch about while at the same time calling everybody else fucking snowflakes it's just so goddamn ridiculous and uh he tried to defend himself to be fair in context i was saying women couldn't sword fight with men trained for battle my larger point was that by depicting women doing things they wouldn't do in real life writers kowtow to feminists by turning women into fake men and don't depict women as they are yeah they're not depicting people realistically on the witcher I regret to tell you that the show where the hero with superhuman strength fights wizard and giant spider monsters is unrealistic because there's a woman in it who knows how to swing a sword. That's the problem in here. You know, they're representing men so fucking realistically in this show with him drinking potions and fighting spider monsters and doing magic. But oh my God, a woman is a badass? I just cannot suspend my disbelief enough to enjoy this. You are the snowflakes you've been waiting for.
holy fucking shit, these people. This is also, this is a Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire this guy writes for. This is the kind of amazing content Ben Shapiro is putting out. 15 more minutes. And, uh, oops. Oh my god, how edgy. These people are so fucking cringe. Here's Count Dunkula. My first word of 2020 was the N-word. A sign of things to come. Oh my god. Are you tripping? Oh my god. I'm so edgy. Look how edgy I am. It's just, this is a grown-ass man, people. This is a grown fucking ass man. And Chrissy says, the sad thing is, I believe him. I believe, in other words, that instead of kissing his wife and wishing her a happy new year or toasting his friends and family, he just spit out a hateful word so he could celebrate his own edginess to his Twitter followers. A sad little boy. It's exactly what it is, man. He is so fucking sad. People say this guy's not racist. Well, why does he have so many racist followers? Why do so many goddamn Nazis and right-wing shitheads love this guy? Hmm. Why do they love the Nazi pug guy? I don't know. It's a mystery, but remember when I uh, when I had my little battle with him on Twitter? The people that came to his aid, like Armored Skeptic and Chris Raglan, came to his aid to shit on me and defend him. That's these cliques these people form. So yeah, let's just whitewash all these goddamn shitlord images and, and usher them into the lab. Come on in, come on in. We want the tent to be really big with all you shitheads. Nope. Fuck that and fuck all you motherfuckers, in my opinion. And you guys see this? Apparently, Dr. Phil put his house for sale. And holy shit, this is exactly the type of house you would imagine Dr. Phil would have. Look at this gaudy goddamn bullshit. I think somebody said it was his son's house, but then I read it was his house, so I don't fucking know. But either way, eat the rich, people. Eat the fucking rich. This is the kind of gaudy bullshit they're spending with their money instead of actually helping people who need it. Look how ugly this is. Look at this fucking asshole. Good lord, this is gaudy. Why is there cocaine all over the floor around his fucking pool table? Ugly as shit, man. Good fucking lord. No taste whatsoever. Exactly what you would expect Dr. Phil's house to look like. And here's one from Shannon. 4-O-H. Uh, oh, yeah. So we're talking about earlier, 39 Republican senators signed amicus brief asking SCOTUS to consider overturning Roe versus Wade. They're literally trying to overturn abortion rights in this country, which is exactly why celebrities who have giant platforms should be speaking out against this. Not listening to Ricky Gervais, not listening to all the goddamn conservatives who want them to shut up. There's a reason they want you to shut up. Because you actually have influence to change things. They want you to shut your fucking mouth. So things don't change so they can actually take a woman's right to choose away. So they can turn them into fucking incubators and make them fucking have babies against their will, which is slavery. When you tell somebody what they can, can and can't do with their own body, that's fucking slavery. They want to enslave women, and anybody that speaks out about it, they want you to shut the fuck up. But no, we're not going to shut the fuck up. Celebrities shouldn't shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. And uh, remember Ethan Couch, who killed four people in a drunk driving accident? And then his lawyers made an argument in court that, hey, he didn't know right from wrong because he's rich, and the rich think they can get away with anything. So, And then the court said, yeah, well, he is rich. Let's let him get away with anything. And they didn't give him any jail time for killing four people. They actually reinforced what they called influenza. Well, apparently he's been put in jail because he failed a drug test. He smoked marijuana. So they let this motherfucker kill four people and get away with it, but they put him in jail for smoking marijuana. 
That's America for you, folks. None of this shit makes any fucking sense. It's a different set of rules for rich people. Let me check out the Super Chats real quick. Got ten more minutes in the show. Let's see what we got here. That is not the Super Chat window. Super Chats, Super Chats, let the show Super Chats. Genie Rune, $2. Tell Queen Budia she couldn't fight with the sword. Who is Queen Budia? Is that the woman's name on The Witcher? Don't know where I watched it, but I don't pay attention to people's names, so I barely know what Geralt's name is. But yeah, I'm not going to tell her that shit. She'll cut my fucking head off. She's badass. And eat, eat meatloaf. I know, right? I don't eat meat, but I might eat meatloaf. Might make an exception for meatloaf. And sign on $2. AFOLS. Adult fans of Legos. You're not. Yeah, I mean, they're not hurting anybody. Legos are not my thing. But they. If you're not hurting anybody, who gives a shit, right? Mind your own fucking business. Let people enjoy things, in my opinion. And Vicky Westraven. Hey, what's up, Vicky? Oh, Westraven. Sorry, I didn't mean to butcher your name. Vicky's my buddy from Denver. How you doing? Good to see you again. 1999 is very generous. I very much appreciate that. Love you, Vicky. Hey, Dusty, can't watch right now, but here's some love. Well, be sure to leave me a comment when you watch the show later. And I very much appreciate that. That's very generous. Good show so far. You're going to enjoy it. H.S. Ross, $5. What's up, H.S. Ross? And Dog Family. Sorry, I didn't mean to overlook the doggos. Yeah, can't overlook the doggos. Spool little monsters. They really love their new pendant area. Their new uh, 50 by 50 by 50 pendant area. They spend most of the days out there barking at people, and they're just having a great old time. So thank you guys for supporting the show. Allow me to do that. Um, all right. I guess that's all the Super Chats I got. Last chance to get in your Super Chats before the show ends. So immortalize yourself in the history of the Mankind's Greatest Show right now by getting in your Super Chats. Let's see what you guys are going to do. Dude, I am... All right. Pop right past that as I was trying to read it. Okay. Whatever, y'all. Whatever. Affluenza. Yep, affluenza. Is that what I said? Did I say something else? Affluenza. Yep, what a bullshit goddamn argument. They basically just proved the kid right. Um... Sigourney Reaver, yep, that's the that's what I was looking for. Sigourney Reaver. Imagine what these goddamn anti-SCW and right-wing chuds would have said about Sigourney Weaver. Oh my god! They actually picked a woman to be a badass and kill the alien? Oh, it's just feminist propaganda! Cancel this movie! They would have been able to make any of the fucking movies that they made back in the day if these people were around, right? Without them bitching about it. You know it's true. Boudica was a warrior queen in Britain who fought the Romans, alright? Did not know that. I know there was like lots of shield maidens and stuff. At least that's what the show Vikings tell me. And I know that's got to be incredibly historical accurate. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't fuck with any of those women in my opinion. All right. Let's move on. What else we got here? About Ten minutes left. Just enough time to cover the rest of this shit. Apparently, Mark McGrath is a piece of shit. You guys remember this guy from, uh, what was his band? Uh, Sugar Ray? I just want to fly. Put your arms around me, baby. Put your arms... Anyway, fuck this guy. Apparently he was at uh, Trump's Marlago on New Year's Eve. And look at all these weird motherfuckers that are at Marlago. But here he is with his new wife. Obviously not. I'm just joking. But still, look at this goddamn douchebag. And all these people are so weird and fucking creepy. But uh, remember back when Mark McGrath spent 20 minutes yelling at a kid, telling him he was going to beat him up for calling him sugar gay? Look at this fucking tool watching. Make a hole, gentlemen! Make a hole! Move it! Sugar Who said Sugar Gay? I'm your fucking ass. Who said that? 
Did huh? you? No. I told you fucking fancy. You say that? No, I didn't say anything. Did you want to be smart? Did I say anything? Did I say anything? Did you say something? No, I did not say anything. I told you fucking head. <laughs> hey Mark, can I get your autograph? No, no. Oh man! No, you can't, you can't. Alright, cool. You beat the fuck out of that guy right there. Yeah. Which one? Tomorrow. The one that Mini Driver is gonna do. I'll choke your fucking face. Did I say anything? Well, yes, you did! Hold on, he didn't finish your autograph. much respect for him to begin with, but even less now. And you hear about Alex Jones had to pay $100,000 in lawyer fees to the Sandy Hook families. Good. Bankrupt this motherfucker. Leading purveyor of misinformation in the history of the goddamn internet. You can't just lie about people. You can't just slander people. You can't do it. So fuck Alex Jones. Glad to see that. Hope he has to pay millions and millions and millions. And, uh, Holy shit, I'm about ready to jump through the internet and fight. Look at this. Okay, I'm just gonna call her a bitch. I know that's a gendered slur, but holy shit, I think you're gonna agree with me. She punches at the mom, and then that's not good enough. She immediately kicks the kid for no. What are you kicking the kid for, you fucking bitch? Oh, hell no. The kid just sitting there, not doing anything. Kid crying because you kicked him. You gotta attack the woman's child for no reason. Oh, I know this is probably old, but, and probably another country, but somebody find out who the fuck this is so we can ruin her life. Seriously. Maybe some people do need to be canceled? I don't know, maybe. Fuck everything about that bullshit, huh? And uh last I'll be gonna finish with this one. Dude's romantic as fuck. Look at this, King. Being romantic as shit for his queen. Making a way for her so it's not slippery, so she don't fall over. Dude! Slow down! You're ruining the curve for the rest of us. How are we going to compete with this with our ladies when they see shit like this? But anyway, that's pretty cool. Seemed like a good dude. Love to see that. Obviously, they're very much in love, and that's the way it should be after years and years and years of marriage. So cool, cool, cool. That's all the material I have for tonight, guys. Let me finish it up. Reading the chats here. $5 from David. Last name. If anyone wants to support the bushfire relief in Australia, use Patreon. And OnlyFans girls that donate so you can get something and help. All right, that sounds good. 
They definitely need your help in Australia with what's going on there. Like I said, it's an animal apocalypse happening there. And uh, it's really fucking sad. So you guys can help. Absolutely help. And that's all the super chats. All right. Thank you for those of you who supported the show tonight. It means a shitload to me. Love you for that. And we'll finish it up by reading a few chats here. Right-wing snowflakes. Yep, they're, they're pretty much all right-wing snowflakes. They're just fucking hypocrites about it. Uh, he seems pleasant. I know, right? Sugar Ray. I would call him Sugar Gay, but, you know, that's a homophobic slur and uh, don't want to do that. But at the same time, just, like, let it wash off of you. Not to be insecure about it. Uh, that's fucking evil. I know, right? Kicking a kid. Fuck that shit. Chivalry is nice. Yep. Chivalry's not dead. Some good dudes out there for fucking sure. Love to see that shit. Cult of Destiny, great show. Love you and the fuzzies. Well, me and the fuzzies love you. The whole show, I've had uh, Cece on my lap. Named after Creationist Cat, because she kind of looks like Creationist Cat. She's got such pretty eyes. I know, you don't want to be my you don't want to be my superstar, do you? But you gotta be. No. I'm gonna put you right in front of the camera so everybody can see how pretty your eyes are. Look at them. Look at the camera so they can see how pretty your eyes are. Pretty green eyes. She's such a pretty baby, aren't you? Yeah. Tell everybody thank you. Thank you for supporting the show. It means a lot. We'll buy lots of treats for you guys. So that's it, folks. If you can support the show, patreon.com, a dollar or two, whatever you can afford. It's like by the month, right? So really, a lot of you can afford a dollar or two a month, five dollars, like whatever. The more, the better, obviously. But every little bit helps. Please consider supporting me on Patreon. There is a link in the description of the video to my Patreon. And uh, also the merchandise. You can send direct tips through PayPal. You want to do that? Lots of ways to support the show. Much appreciated. I will be back on Friday. I have a very special guest coming back this Friday. Not going to tell you who it is, but uh, hint, he's a spud. So look forward to seeing that. We're going to do a little field Friday on Friday. I'll see you guys then. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I had a blast hanging out with you guys. Look forward to doing it again soon. I love you guys so much. And as always, till next time, logic. Good night, everybody. Have a good week, everybody.